Okay, we're rolling again. Yes, uh, thank God for another day. And thank you for journeying with us. Again, please consider uh, sharing your financial support with this ministry. Um, we are not in com competition again with other ministries, but we would like for you to consider um, regular monthly offerings to this ministry. Uh, perhaps you can do um, $19 every month to help and support what we're doing here. And if you're able, you can do more. And we do appreciate that. Um, you can give through our website, solfellowship.com, or you can give through PayPal and look for Spirit of Life Christian Ministries, as well as you can mail to our um, um, office um, for receiving mail, 155 07 South Normandy Avenue, N-O-R-M-A-N-D-I-E Avenue, P.O. Box 237, Gardena, California, 90247. Okay? Thank you so much. And if you'd like a tax-deductible receipt, we are a federal 501c3. We can help you with that as well. Today, if you, you and I would look back in history, and by the way, this is day number 151. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you and I would look back in history and ask the question, and again, I'm, I'm taking this from um, the talk with Danny, Dr. Danny Marino and Dr. Sheila Zelensky. They raised this question, why were the first Christians martyred? Okay, why were they killed? They were not martyred because they believed in God or believed in Jesus. Now get this, the Romans did not care if you worshipped another god. They had a pantheon, you can have plenty of gods, right? It didn't matter to them. The Christian believers came under persecution when they worshipped Christ to the exclusion of all others. In other words, he was the only one in charge of their lives, in charge of their agenda, and they were to serve him with all of their heart, all of their soul, and with all of their might, to the exclusion of all others. Now, please get this. They became enemies of the nation when they would not bow their knee to the emperor or to the empire. They did not see their divine purpose to be the preservation of the Roman Empire. No. Although Rome was well organized, man, we got streets and laws and so many amazing things from Rome, right? It did a lot of good, but it also did a lot of evil, right? Christians in Rome were in Rome, but not of Rome. You get it? We are to be in the world, but not of the world, right? Yes, that's important to remember because the Roman Empire does not even rule the world today. So if the Christian believers at that time thought they had a divine obligation and an assignment to preserve Rome, look at how badly they would have missed the will of God. Now, I know this idea is striking some of you pretty hard. I am not suggesting rebellion. I'm not suggesting overthrowing governments. No, I'm suggesting a shift in perspective 
So no matter where you are assigned in the world, no matter what you are doing, you keep your mind locked in on the perspective. You remember the Apostle Paul. You read about his story in the Bible. As a great apostle for God, used for miracles and powers and signs and wonders, there was one time the Apostle Paul himself took a job as a tent maker, right? During the day, he spent his time making tents. He was in the world, but not of the world. He had, he had employment, right? As a man of God. Do you see that? So this is not saying you ought to sit back and wait for everything to happen from heaven. No, he participated in society, but he was not, his assignment was not the preservation of that system. His assignment was there to win souls. His assignment was there to do the will of God. You got it? Yeah. Joseph in the Bible, used by God to keep Egypt going in order to feed the people of God. But his assignment was not about Egypt. His assignment was higher. He was doing the will of God. Are you getting that? So look at it. It is possible to miss the will of God when our perspectives are off, are off, right? This is why it's so important for you and me to have the right perspective. How are we viewing things? Are you getting that? And, and you will hear me say more about more and more about this as we move along. In the Old Testament, they had to look up. In the New Testament, we should be looking down from God's perspective. We are sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and we have a wider view of what's taking place. Are you getting that? You see, did, did God say... Go into all the world and preserve the society you are in? Or did he say, go into all the world and preach the gospel of the kingdom regardless of the governmental system you are in? This is why the church of God is continuing to grow in communist nations and under harsh conditions and even under the, um, the brute foot of slavery. Living a so-called middle-class lifestyle or upper-middle-class or highly prosperous lifestyle or whatever is not proof that you are in the will of God. Living in poverty is not proof you're in the will of God, right? It's possible to live in poverty without God. Yes, yes, yes. It's possible to be highly prosperous without God, right? Yeah, nothing wrong with being a billionaire, trillionaire, millionaire. All of those things are nice. But we have a greater perspective than money that, that would just pass away. Do you see it? You remember the Jewish nation and how they responded when Jesus came as the Messiah? Man, they wanted Jesus preserve and renew our national standing as a Jewish nation. And Jesus had bigger fish to fry. And the Jewish leaders, for the most part, rejected Jesus's kingdom agenda. His perspective was different than theirs. At the trial of Jesus's, Jesus's crucifixion, Pilate asked the people, do you want me to free Jesus or give you Barabbas? And those God-fearing Jews said, at least, you know, in their mind they were fearing God, those God-fearing Jews said, crucify him. We have no other king but Caesar. Wow. Let that not 
be true for me, not true for you. Help us, God. It is challenging to be in the world. It is challenging to have a nine to five or an eight to four or whatever your work hours are. It is challenging raising family and, and, and civil obligations and voting and and helping the community and being a good civil servant. And some of us are employed by the government, maybe in the military, maybe in other aspects of life. We've been assigned there. We're doing those things to be a blessing to many types of organizations. Help us, God, to keep our perspective in the right way, to be a blessing to people in spite of structures. Hallelujah. God, give me the kind of heart that I would be able to lovingly and effectively and fervently pray for a member of the Ku Klux Klan to put my arms around them and embrace them, to love them to life. Help me to overcome my prejudicial mindsets based on the culture and how I've been raised and to see the world from your perspective that you, you want all men to be saved, all of mankind to come into your kingdom. Help me, God. And please help those who are listening as we continue to allow you to change our heart, change our mind, change our way of thinking. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank the Lord. God bless you. God bless you.